Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, Andrew Mawson, founder of Advanced Workplace Associates, discusses findings surrounding studies conducted around the topic of managing the virtual workplace. Thanks very much, Andrew, for speaking with Cornet Global. It's a pleasure, Tim. It's a pleasure. Andrew, I understand that your organization and the Advanced Workplace Institute have recently completed a new study on managing the virtual workforce. Why mm-hmm. did you undertake the study? Well, um, the Advanced Workplace Institute is a, is a group that we set up within Advanced Workplace Associates some time ago. Advanced Workplace Associates is a change management consultancy, really helping organizations make the shift to new models of working. And the Advanced Workplace Institute is a supported community of leaders on the occupier side who are kind of all engaged in the in the journey to a new world, really, new world of work. And underpinning both Advanced Workplace Associates and the AWI uh, has been this idea that we want to try and bring forward the best science in the world um, to help organizations and leaders in them to you know, to make actions which are sensible and are guided by the the best science on the planet, really. So that, that's kind of how it came. And we've done a number of studies um, over the last seven years or so with an organization um, that is headquartered in Amsterdam called the Center for Evidence-Based Management. And if you met these guys, you, you'd understand they are kind of zealots when it comes to the rigor around um using evidence and so we have done a number of studies with them whereby we've set some exam questions for them and then they have gone away into the all of the academic databases around the world and pulled forward the best research not just any research they go through a pretty rigorous process of grading the research and then on the back of that they're able to provide you with answers to your questions and you know our view is and i think it's it's difficult to challenge that what comes out of this process is what we might describe as the best available evidence on the uh, on the topics that we're working with. So it's not just kind of any old research. We're very proud of the fact that it's, we believe that we are really kind of um, pulling out not just, you know, ideas and facts, but this is the truth of uh, where we are based upon the research that's been done around around the world. That's that's the kind of background to Okay. And is the coronavirus challenge and the COVID-19 challenge part of this in the sense that we are now engaged in this worldwide experiment about uh, working remotely? Yeah, well, the, the, the latest piece of research that um, we've done with the Center for Evidence-Based Management is called Managing the Virtual Workforce. And it was a study that we did with them uh, back in 2015. and. Uh, over the last uh, two or three months, the Center of Evidence-Based Management have gone back over the research and brought forward new research that was done between 2015 and now. The idea being to create the most comprehensive research base um, on the subject of managing virtual organizations and virtual teams. And and so we're, that's what we've been bringing forward because it's highly relevant today and triggered by the COVID-19 um, 
challenges. Um, but what, what it basically, it gets beyond the, 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 the norm. And what we know from the research is that there are six factors that have an impact upon the performance of organizations and particularly knowledge-based organizations. And those are, those are things like um, social cohesion, um, perceived supervisory support, information sharing, vision and goal clarity, um, external communication, the ability to go outside your own world and challenge be challenged in, in your knowledge and, and trust. And what we know from the, the research is that three of those come under a lot of pressure uh, when we're all working away. And those, the, the three things that come under pressure are social cohesion, the, the warmth and the connectivity we have with not only people in the team, but people in you know, other teams and our work communities. Um, tr trust comes under pressure because we're no longer quite um, we don't have as many cues about people's um, sincerity or authenticity that we get when we're in the office. And the final one is information sharing. And if you think about it, if you're not very uncomfortable with the people you're with and you're, you don't necessarily trust them, uh, your ability and generosity in sharing information is going to be a little bit limited. So these things come under pressure. And I think what people don't fully realize is that, you know, the office gives us a very, very rich soup, if you like, in which, you know, we're picking up signals about people subliminally all the time. And, you know, we, we, we hear things at the water cooler and we, you know, we pick all sorts of gossip up from people. When we're all working away in our own individual offices, in our homes or bedrooms or whatever, um, it becomes more difficult to, to have those cues. And so what we're saying really is that in, in order to maintain the strength of bonds that people have within teams and communities, leaders and team members have to work a little bit harder and they have to listen a little bit more and they have to get to know each other as people in a way that perhaps they, they didn't before. And so it, it adds a little bit of an extra burden. But I mean, if you think of it this way, um, you know, leaders, you, basically what you, you need to do is bring all of your leaders and all of your workmates up to the level of the best. So if you think about the best leader you've got in your organization and what they look like and what they sound like and how they behave and what they do, well, that's what you want to be doing to, with all of your all of your, your leaders. And the same is true, this isn't just a leadership issue, this is also an issue for the individual. We've invented a term that we call workership. And the idea is really that the worker has to take some of this um, burden of responsibility as well for proactively maintaining good relations with colleagues, um, being trusted, doing things which engender a level of, a high level of trust. Um, you know, doing things, being generous with knowledge, connecting online, being visible, all of these sorts of things. And so, you know, the, 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 the idea that you can simply, you know, hand people a laptop and a broadband connection and invite them to go and work at home and that's the end of it is really misplaced. And I think this is what, this is really at the nub of what our report is, is saying really, Tim. Excellent. Well, that's great to know, and the content is certainly very timely given the conditions we're facing now and likely to face for the next um, several months. 
I'd like to add here for our listeners, uh, Andrew, that you have written a white paper on this topic about managing the virtual workforce, and that is available now on the Cornet Global Knowledge Center. So anyone wishing to explore in more depth some of the findings from your research, they can just go to the Knowledge Center and search for managing the virtual workforce, and that white paper will come up. So again, uh, this is excellent content, Andrew, and I'm glad to hear that you've been uh, providing this content for us. Any concluding thoughts uh, as we as we wrap up? Well, I guess my only concluding thought is there, there are, you know, there are people who think that somehow we're going to go back to an old world where, you know, the office is the center of thinking. Um, I don't think that's true. I, I think we are seeing certainly in the conversations we are having with heads of real estate and also chief operating officers, CEOs, we're really hearing from them that they they now have a very different perspective on the whole business of working away and working at home. And, and many of them are asking the question, you know, if we can run our organization like this for three, four months, why can't we run it like this for forever? Now, I personally think that's not <clears throat> entirely the right the, the right approach, because as I say, I think the workplace physical proximity gives you something which virtuality doesn't. But nevertheless, I think what we're going to see is organizations being a lot more forensic about the um, the way they think about what they need by way of physical real estate and where they need it. And I think they'll be you know, increasingly home working and working in distributed centers and things like that will become a much more um, practical and much more understood part of workplace strategy in a way that perhaps, you know, people hadn't thought of it before. So I don't think this is a flash in the pan. I think this is a this is a, a, a real shift in the way people are thinking at the moment. Okay. Well, that sounds great. Thanks very much, Andrew, for sharing these insights with uh, Cornet Global. We appreciate it very much. It was a pleasure, Tim. Good to meet you. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.